Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Hebrews. Today is episode 887, and we're looking at Hebrews chapter 8, verses 8 through 13. Let's read the passage. But finding fault with his people, he says, See, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not like the covenant I made with their ancestors on the day I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. I showed no concern for them, says the Lord, because they did not continue in my covenant. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws into their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. And each person will not teach his fellow citizen, and each brother or sister saying, Know the Lord, because they will all know me, from the least to the greatest of them. For I will forgive their wrongdoing, and will never again remember their sins. By saying a new covenant, he has declared that the first is obsolete, and what is obsolete and growing old is about to pass away. This is the book of Hebrews. It's a letter or a written sermon to a group of Jewish Christians. And it seems that they're tempted to fall away from Christianity back into Judaism because of persecution that Christians are experiencing. His argument is that Christ is superior. He's superior to angels, superior to Moses, superior to the Old Testament priesthood. In fact, he is the new high priest and has replaced the old priesthood. And he administers a new covenant, which is superior to the old covenant. Now we pick it up here in chapter 8, verse 8. And he's continuing to talk about this idea of covenant. Verse 8, he says, but finding fault with his people, he says. And now he's going to give a quote from Jeremiah 31, verses 31 through 34. So he's introducing it by saying, finding fault with his people. Well, the fault this is the fault pointed out through Jeremiah. And the fault was they weren't following the covenant, the old covenant, the Mosaic covenant. They weren't following that covenant. So the Lord, through Jeremiah, says, I'm going to establish a new covenant. Now, Jeremiah was a prophet in Judah at the end of Judah, right before they were conquered by Babylon. He was a priest in the town of Anatolath in the territory of Benjamin. And we were told in Jeremiah that he worked as a prophet from the 13th year of King Josiah until the Babylonian exile. That would be 2 Kings 22 through 25. Now, Josiah was the last of the good kings of Judah. There have been a few bad kings prior to that. In fact, things got so bad that we're told when Josiah was king, he gave orders to try start repairing the temple. And in doing so, they found the book of the law, the word of God. So in our perspective, it'd be they found a Bible. And they all say, what is this? Well, it's the word of God. And when word gets back to the king, they found the word of God. The king says, then we better follow it. And that's how bad things had gotten in Judah. And Josiah implemented great reforms. There's no reason to think Josiah was not sincere, but it obviously didn't take root. And in fact, 
I had said, I've already pronounced judgment on Judah, but because of your faithfulness, Josiah, I'll wait until you're gone before I do all this. And, and that's the finding fault with his people was the reforms that Josiah implemented did not take root with the people. The people still kept sliding away from God. So let's read the prophecy from Jeremiah. So this is a quote from Jeremiah 31, 31 through 34, continuing in verse 8. See, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Jeremiah is saying that because they won't follow the old covenant, God is going to make a new covenant. And he says specifically with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. And fast forward, the author of Hebrews saying, and this is that new covenant. The covenant under Christ is this new covenant that Jeremiah was speaking of. Now, specific says here with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. This is speaking to the idea that the divided kingdom after Solomon, the kingdom of Israel divided into the southern kingdom of Judah, the northern kingdom of Israel. Then some years later, the northern kingdom of Israel was conquered by Assyria, pretty much obliterated by Assyria, and essentially no longer existed as a nation. And you had the southern kingdom of Judah comprised of the tribe of Judah, the tribe of Benjamin, and those remaining of the tribe of Levi that were still there. So this kind of predicts a reunification of Israel, the northern kingdom and southern kingdom. And actually, if we look to Isaiah 55, he speaks about a new covenant there. Isaiah 55, verses 3 through 5. Pay attention and come to me. Listen so that you will live. I will make a permanent covenant with you on the basis of the faithful kindness of David, since I have made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. So you will summon a nation you do not know, and nations who do not know you will run to you. For the Lord your God, even the Holy One of Israel, has glorified you. This is speaking of a new covenant and bringing in Gentiles into that covenant. So we see a reunification of the tribes of Israel and Gentiles being brought into this covenant. Continues verse 9. Not like the old covenant that I made with their ancestors on the day I took them by the hand it lead them out of the land of Egypt. This is speaking of the Mosaic Covenant. That when God led the people out of Egypt, he took them to Mount Sinai, and there he gave them the Mosaic Covenant. He says, I showed no concern for them, says the Lord, because they did not continue in my covenant. So this is speaking now in the times of Jeremiah, saying, and the people have been unfaithful. So they have not continued in the covenant, so I am not showing concern for them anymore, hence the Babylonian invasion. Verse 10, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I'll put my laws into their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. So the fourth covenant was a, a covenant that was written. It was a list of rules to follow, an external covenant where here he's talking about an internal covenant, putting it into their minds, writing it on their hearts. Now, what's the difference between a heart and a mind? 
not really anything. It's just, this is being more literary. The idea of being, it's an internal covenant. You're talking about a heart change, not just exterior following rules. Verse 11, and each person will not teach his fellow citizen and each his brother or sister saying, know the Lord, because they will all know me from the least to the greatest of them. Now, what's this saying? Nobody's going to teach anybody anything? No, he's saying it's not going to be an idea of people under the covenant trying to convince other people under the covenant to know the Lord. As he says, everyone will know me. Not everyone in the world. Everyone under the covenant. Now, again, remember, the author of Hebrews is saying, and correctly, and this is Christianity, this new covenant. Nobody who is a Christian does not know God. That's how you become part of the people under the covenant, is you come to know God through forgiveness of sin, faith in Jesus Christ. You're adopted by God. You're indwelt by the Holy Spirit. This is what he's speaking of in this new covenant. And so anyone who does not know God cannot be a Christian. So they're not part of this new covenant. Now, the old covenant... There were a lot of people under the covenant, a lot of Israelites, they, they didn't know God. They didn't really have faith, but they were part of the covenant people. And the new covenant is not like that. Nobody's born into the covenant. The only people under the covenant are those who come to know God through Jesus Christ, who enter into relationship with God through Christ. And so that's a big difference with the new covenant. Verse 12, I will forgive their wrongdoings and will never again remember their sins. That's part of coming under the new covenant is the forgiveness of sins through faith in Jesus Christ. That's the end of the quote from Jeremiah. Then the author of Hebrews says in verse 13, by saying a new covenant, he has declared that the first is obsolete and what is obsolete and growing old is about to pass away. So here he's hitting it again, that the old covenant has been abolished. The old covenant has been replaced. There's now a new covenant. The old covenant was an external covenant, a covenant of following a bunch of rules. There were people under the old covenant who didn't even know God. Under the new covenant, everyone who's under that covenant knows God. And it's an internal covenant. And it involves the forgiveness of sins faith in Jesus Christ. So don't fall away from the new covenant and try to go back to the old covenant. You can't do it. It's been replaced. It's been abolished. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Hebrews.